Hey, Stephanie. Hey. You know, the show is really teaching me a lot. Really? I'm so glad to hear that. Oh, absolutely. I'm learning all sorts of stuff, cool stuff about the Bible. Wow, this sounds like very sincere. Usually you just like tell me dumb jokes. So I need to know, what have you been learning? Well, for example, I learned at precisely what time God created Adam, the first man. That sounds important. So tell me, what time did God create Adam? I don't think I know. Well, it was just before evening. Ugh, I don't know why I fell for that. Just play the theme music already. School, a new game show where super smart kids get to show off how much they know about all things Jewish. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Liel. And you have excellent taste in podcasts because of all the millions, billions of Jewish game shows for kids out there. You chose this one, our podcast, and we would like to thank you by introducing you to a really famous contestant. Stephanie, who is our famous contestant today? Our super famous contestant is Clara Oppenheimer. Oh, she sounds amazing. Wait, she was on Dancing with the Stars, right? No, Liel, she wasn't on Dancing with the Stars, but she is a star contestant. So let's get to know her a bit. Hi, Clara. Hi. So we know your dad. We host a podcast with him, but we're very excited that we have you here with us today. Let's learn a little bit about you. How are you doing today? I'm good. What's like the most fun thing you did this week? Well, I made a painting and it was a watercolor painting. What was it of? It was inspired by the artist Miro. It wasn't of anything in particular, but it was a sunset painting. Oh, that sounds beautiful. I like that. Like you're not messing around. You're not really like taking time off. What do you miss most about being in school? Well, I like having a routine, and even though we try to have a routine, it's not really the same. What do you miss least about being in school? Math. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But I still do math at home. So have you been reading any good books while you're home? I know you're a a Harry Potter fan. Yeah, but I haven't read Harry Potter in a while. Because you're just like, you finished it, no more. No, I'm just not reading it right now. (laughs) Are you reading anything good? Um, yeah, I'm reading a book called The House in the Cerulean Sea. Well, I like this. I want to live your quarantine life. I feel like you're painting, you're reading, you're really just like living your best life. I feel like we're interrupting Clara. I feel like, well, (laughs) I've been painting and reading The House in the Cerulean Sea, but I will talk to you for a brief while. Clara, thank you so much for taking the time. I know you guys are very busy over there, so we appreciate you being on our show. You're welcome. So, Liel, you have like one final epic question for Clara, right? Oh, I do. Okay, Clara. Yes? Imagine this. If you were on Mount Sinai with Moses and God asked you, Clara, will you add one more commandment to the mix? One more rule that everyone in the world would have to obey. What would it be? Hmm, that's hard. I think it would probably be, don't make fun of people who have less than you do. Oh, my God. Claire Oppenheimer, I I don't know how young you have to be to be president, but you got my vote. (laughs) I love that, too, because, you know, we have the one that says, like, don't covet, don't be jealous of other people. But the idea of thinking about others who don't have as much is really, really important, too, Clara. I like that. I think you're going to host this show soon. We maybe kick Liel off and you come co-host with me. (laughs) 
Oh, that's an amazing idea. But now that we know you and you're not the host yet, (laughs) Stephanie, you know I'm allergic to rules. So tell me again how this game show works. Okay. So Clara, and I guess Leo, it's really simple. No matter what kind of school you go to, you're always learning new and amazing things about being Jewish. So we want to see how much you really know. But instead of giving you a boring test, we're going to play a series of games that ask you questions about everything from history to religion to pop culture. Clara Oppenheimer, are you ready to play? Ready to play. Awesome. I'm ready to play too. Okay, wow. Now I'm, now I'm pumped up. Our first game is called Say My Name. Say My Name. Names are amazing. My favorite name is Smelinda. Liel, you know that's not a real name. So Clara, we're going to play you a short song about a famous person you might have read about in the Bible. All you have to do is listen and tell us that person's name. Are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Well, it's a pretty tough life being the Persian queen. My husband, King A, is down with some crazy scenes. Just the other day, he really gave me the blues when he and his pal Haman plotted to kill all the Jews. I didn't ask him when. I didn't ask him why. I just listened to my uncle Mordechai. Summon hubby and Haman to one hell of a dinner. And now Haman's dead. And I am the winner. Ooh, the song was about Miley Cyrus, right? Liel, Miley is awesome, but she is not in the Bible as far as I know. Not yet, no. Not yet. Okay, Clara, let's review the clues from the song. We're looking for a queen who faced and foiled a major plot to kill the Jews. Any idea who this song is about? I think this song is about Queen Esther. Winner! Yes, you are correct. Liel, will you tell us a little bit about Esther? Even cooler than Miley, Queen Esther started life as a poor little orphan girl, the Annie of the Bible, when one day she was chosen to go on what was basically an ancient Persian reality show. King Ahasuerus, awesome name, wanted a new wife, and to choose her, he summoned young women from all over his kingdom. You know, like on The Bachelor, that show your parents watch. He chose Esther because she was not only the most beautiful and the smartest, but also the only one who didn't ask the king to give her stuff. To make a very long and very juicy story short, she soon learned that her husband's BFF, a bad dude named Haman, was plotting to kill all the Jews, and together with her smart uncle Mordechai, devised a clever plan to get the king to reverse the plot and kill Haman instead. It all went down just right, which is why we celebrate the awesome holiday of Purim, eating delicious cookies, Hamantaschen, shaped like Haman's pointy ears. That sounds very violent, but also kind of delicious. Clara, what's your favorite type of Hamantaschen? I like raspberry Hamantaschen, like ones with raspberry jam in the middle, but I also like chocolate. (gasps) I love chocolate Hamantaschen because it's like chocolate cookies. Uh, The best is prune. Everybody knows that kids love prunes. Boo. Okay, Clara, for you, we are debuting a brand new game. It's called, drumroll please. 
Tall Torah Tales. Tall Torah Tales. So, if you've read even a few stories from the Bible, you know that it is a fantastic book. I mean that literally. If you read enough of it, you'll start discovering stuff you would never believe the Bible actually mentions. So right now, Liel and I will each tell you about two amazing things mentioned in the Bible. Of the four you're gonna hear, three of them are true. The Bible actually mentions them. One is just a big old lie. Your job, Clara, is to tell us which is which. Okay. Are you up to the task? Yes. Great. Our theme today is fantastic beasts and where to find them. The Bible mentions all sorts of strange animals. Let's see if you could spot the real from the fake. Liel, what's our first creature? It is the cockatrice. It may sound like some kind of exotic drink, but it is actually a chicken dragon with the head of a rooster and the body of a mighty large lizard. It is mentioned in the book of Isaiah, probably just to scare away children. Okay, that sounds absolutely terrifying. Our second animal is a unicorn. Not only are they mentioned in the Bible, but it is believed that the tabernacle, the earthly dwelling place of God while the Israelites were walking through the desert, was made of unicorn hide. And not just any old unicorn. Some biblical interpreters believe that the unicorns in question were 60 feet tall and literally the colors of the rainbow. That's pretty impressive. But is it as impressive as a metal camel? In the book of Joshua, we learn that the Israelites managed to bring down the walls of Jericho with the help of a camel made of iron, which is where the Greeks got the idea for the Trojan horse. The camel was 25 feet tall, and the people of Jericho, believing it was a gift for their king, opened up the gates and led it into the city, at which point the Israelite warriors inside jumped out and killed everyone. Okay, I've got something much less violent. It's a talking donkey. No, really, it's a talking donkey, just like in Shrek, who shows up in the Book of Numbers to convince its owner, Balaam, to repent from his evil ways. So, Clara, you have heard of four magical animals. A talking donkey, a robo-camel, a 60-foot-tall rainbow-colored unicorn, and a chicken dragon. Which one is fake? I know that it's not the talking donkey because I've read the story about that one. Amazing. But I'm not sure about the others. Let's play a game of elimination. You know the donkey is true. Yeah. Great. Is there any one of the remaining three that sounds just a little bit more plausible than the others? So I'm a little confused. Is the metal camel alive or not alive? It is not alive. It is a big camel made of iron that hid inside of it warriors who tricked people into thinking it was a real camel and then they jumped out and killed everyone in the city of Jericho. I don't see any reason why that couldn't be real. So you're marking that one as real? Yes. Okay, so now you are down to a 60-foot tall multicolored unicorn or a fierce chicken dragon. Which one do you think is fake? The way you say it, both of them sound fake. That is my job. You are correct. Which one? You have to pick a just one. I think that the chicken dragon is fake, but I also think I'm wrong. <laughs> okay, so 
I'm sorry to say that there is no robo-camel in the Bible. Liel, you fooled me too. But all the animals are real, which means there's a unicorn in the Bible and a chicken dragon and a talking donkey. All those are in the book. So tell that to your parents next time they tell you you can't get a pet unicorn. You know, the crazy thing about the stories that we've heard is like, I believe that the robo-camel could have been real. Right, Clara? Doesn't it sound like it could have been... It sounds more real than a unicorn or a chicken dragon. Yeah, unicorn sounds like a trick option because, like, you're supposed to think it's fake. When we write the uh, sequel, Bible 2, we'll totally get a robo-camel. So now, let's play our third and final game. As always, we've saved the best for last. This game is called Eavesdropping on History. Eavesdropping on History. Look, I know what you're thinking. There's no way Stephanie and Liel know so much about the Bible. It's like they were there. Are, are they that old? So no, we're not that old. But yes, we were there. How, you ask? Smart child. Courtesy of our time machine, which we totally have parked just outside the Hebrew school secret headquarters. Every week, we take our time machine back in time to bring you a recording of one famous moment from Jewish history. But because the time machine runs on Rice Krispie treats, and Rice Krispie treats are super expensive, we only have enough fuel to stay in the past for a few seconds each time. So your job is to tell us exactly what famous moment from Jewish history we've captured this week. Are you ready? I'm ready. I love it. Hey, Violet, what's this cheering about? What, do you live under a rock? No, but it was just my birthday and I had too much arak. We've been waiting for this since year 70. Yeah, but now it's 1948, so what? Well, it's May 14th and David Ben-Gurion is about to give a speech. What do you think it is? Uh, I don't know. I just need a cup of coffee. Okay, Clara, let's go over the clues from the tape. It's May 1948. Something exciting is about to happen, and David Ben-Gurion is about to give a speech. Any idea what's going on? Er, is it the Israeli independence? Winner! That is correct. Liel, you're from Israel, right? Eh, Ken. Tell us the story of Israel's first Independence Day. There is nothing I would like more. Forced by the Romans to leave Eretz Israel or the land of Israel, all the way back in the year 70, Jews kept promising themselves that one day they'll return. It took a while, but in the early 1900s, Jews were inspired by Zionism, a movement that argued it was about time the Jewish people came back home and had a state of their own, just like all other nations. Jews began returning to Israel in increasing numbers, which the Arabs living there didn't exactly like. On May 14, 1948, the Jews living in Israel announced their independence and the state of Israel was born. The announcement was immediately followed by a long war, but the young state survived and continues to thrive till this day. The navigation app weighs a lot of the parts in your parents' iPhone and Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman herself, were all made in Israel. Shalom and Toda. 
Clara, thank you so much for being such an incredible contestant today. What's one thing you learned today that you're a little excited about? I learned that there was a chicken dragon in the Bible. Amazing. Hear that sound? Yes. Yes, it's the aliens. They've come back for me just like they promised. If only. No, the sound you hear isn't aliens. It's the bell ringing and telling us we're out of time for this week's Hebrew School. So thank you, Clara. You're welcome. If you guys listening at home want to play too, and if you're in between the ages of 7 and 12, email us at HebrewSchool at tabletmag.com. Until then, class is dismissed. Hebrew School is a podcast from Tablet Magazine, hosted by me, Stephanie Butnick, along with Liel Leibovitz. We are produced by Sara Fredman-Ader and Paul Ruest, who also edits the show. We are executive produced by Josh Cross, with extra help this week from Violet Cross. Check out all of Tablet's podcasts at tabletmag.com slash podcasts.